Let's say thank you to our group who always lead us so well. Uh, and we are in debt to them. Well, friends, whenever I'm here, you know it's Pensioners Sunday. And uh, you know that we're in a sermon series which is called New Beginnings. And we're looking at the life of Joseph. And you will know that you find that story in the book of Genesis. It occupies a lot of space in Genesis. It's a very big story. So I'm just going to read you one little part of the story. There's a large backstory, and I'll give you a glimpse of the backstory later. But let me just read this little portion from Joseph's life, and I hope I can help you make some connections later. It'll be up here. When his uh, master heard the words, uh, Joseph's master, when Joseph's master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, saying, this is the way your servant treated me, he became enraged. The master's name is Pontifar. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he remained there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love. He gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. Then the chief jailer committed to Joseph's care all the prisoners who were in the prison, and whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The chief jailer paid no heed to any paid no heed to anything that was in Joseph's care because the Lord was with him, and whatever Joseph did, the Lord made it prosper. It went well. And so we thank God so much. Uh, for that little um, bit of the story. We pray that God will speak to us through it today. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I wonder if you would agree with me if I were to uh, say to you today that there come moments uh, for, for each one of us, for each one of us, when our dreams uh, get shattered. <laughs> when things do not turn out the way we want them to turn out. And in those moments, in those moments when our dreams get shattered, our lives often get filled with a sense of failure, 
often with a sense of deep disappointment, and sometimes even with feelings of crushing hopelessness. And we may even say inwardly, maybe to no one else, I will never dream again. I'll never dream again. I'll never hope again. Now, I don't know if there's anyone here who resonates with what I'm saying right now. But if you do, I want to say that today's message is for you. It's for you. And I've had you on my heart uh, throughout this week. Now, it's against this backdrop that I want to do something very, very simple. I want to extend an invitation. <laughs> simple invitation. And it's an invitation for us to keep one foot in the life of Joseph. And I want to keep the other foot in our life with a shattered dream. And the reason I want to do this is because when we look at the life of Joseph, we see what happens when someone whose dreams get shattered opens themselves up to the living, loving presence of God. Something happens, and let me tell you what happens, and we see it in Joseph. Resilience gets born. Resilience. And it's that resilience that makes new beginnings possible. So will you come with me, just for a moment, as we step into the story of Joseph. And I want you to notice in today's reading, I just read you that little bit of his story, that as we step into his story, I want you to notice that Joseph's dreams have been shattered. They've been shattered. Just look at the first line in today's reading. It should come up uh, on the screen. And Joseph's master, Pontifer, put, took him and put him into prison. That's not where Joseph was expecting to be. It's not where Joseph was expecting to be the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he remained there in prison. Joseph's dreams have been shattered. Now, I don't know if you know the backstory of Joseph, so let me take two, three minutes to quickly give you the backstory so, you, so this makes sense. Joseph was one of 12 boys, you know that. Born to who? Jacob, huh? Rachel, one of 12 boys. He was dad's favorite. <laughs> he was the spoilt child. You may remember his dad gave him that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful robe. Do you remember? 
All the other sons got their robes from Mr. Price. But he, he really, he got the beautiful robe. The beautiful robe. And you may remember that Joseph would have dreams. He would have dreams of him being the greatest. And all his brothers bowing down to him. Now can you imagine how his brothers felt about him? Huh? Can you imagine the sibling rivalry, the jealousy, the envy? And so the brothers get together to somehow get rid of Joseph. And eventually, after a whole lot of things, they sell him off to slavery, and Joseph finds himself in Egypt. His master there, becomes a slave. His master is Pontifer. He rises through the ranks. He becomes executive assistant to Pontifer. Uh, and then things go wrong. Evidently, um, Joseph is quite good looking. <laughs> Tom Cruise, just a little taller. Pontifer's wife makes a play for him. Do you remember? He resists. He resists. She feels scorned and rejected, so she grabs some of his robe, runs to her husband, turns the story around, and says that Joseph was trying to seduce her. And so Joseph ends up in prison. That's the background. Joseph is in the prison of his shattered dream. <laughs> now, can we step into our prison of our shattered dream? What is it? What is it today? What dream of yours has been shattered? And maybe it's, maybe it's a study dream. Maybe you just had dreams of certain achievements in terms of your own study path through life, and it didn't happen. Maybe dreams in your marriage, your family life, and it hasn't turned out the way you longed for it to turn out. Maybe you started a business with a dream and it has been shattered. All of us, to some degree, I guess, live in the shattered dream of South Africa, shattered by ongoing inequality and corruption and violence. We feel the shatteredness of that dream deeply what is your shattered dream like today keep one foot there one foot with Joseph now go back let's go back to the story will you notice and now this is the turning point and it's a very important turning point 
will you notice that in the midst of his shattered dream, Joseph experiences the living presence of God and God's steadfast love. Notice that. Let me read the verse to you. I have not made this up. And it will be up on the screen again. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love. Now, we'll, Brad, we'll just leave that up there for a while. Notice two things there. And they're so important. Notice that Joseph experiences the living presence of God with him. The word with in the Bible is very important. The biggest promise in the Bible from beginning to the end, I will be with you. And the terrible tragedy is that we say that, but we don't know it. We don't know it. It's here, but it's not here. It's intellectual. It's not in our guts and our muscles. We feel alone. The promise is that the living, living presence of God is with us. And notice the other part. And his steadfast love. Now, I know a little bit of Hebrew, and I'm not going to bore you, but the Hebrew there for steadfast love is powerful. It speaks of God's faithful, covenantal, never, ever giving up love. And Joseph experiences it in his shattered, in the midst of his shattered dream. And it changes everything for Joseph. He doesn't suddenly get released from prison, but everything is different. Can we just step into our own lives for a moment? When, we, when, when I say to God, in my shattered dream, I am going to turn to you and open my, up my life to your living presence and to your steadfast love. I'm going to turn to you. I'm going to, open, I'm going to open up my life to you. I'm going to bet my life on your presence. I'm going to give myself to you. Something gets born within us, and that quality that gets born within us is resilience. It's resilience. We don't throw in the towel in, a, in the midst of our shattered dream. We, we endure, we grow, we keep going we, and so that God's full destiny and dream can be fulfilled in our own life. When we experience God's living presence and God's love, resilience, resilience is born. Resilience. And second chances and new beginnings come to those who are resilient. They don't drop out of the sky. They come to those who are resilient. And then will you notice one thing? Notice and how, how in Joseph's life his resilience leads to something new. It leads to a new beginning. Look here, but 
as we go on to the next verse, the chief jailer committed to Joseph's care all the prisoners who were in prison and, what was, and whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. And the chief jailer paid no heed to anything that was in Joseph's care. He could trust Joseph because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. I get so moved by that. Joseph, in the midst of his shattered dream, God meets him and he begins to get concerned about other people. (laughs) Doesn't that move you? He doesn't get self-absorbed. He doesn't slip into passive resignation. He begins to notice those around him. He reaches out to them. And some of you know the rest of Joseph's story. This is just the new beginning of a real new beginning. (laughs) I want to hold some good news for you today, especially for that person who lives in the midst of a shattered dream. Can I invite you to open yourself up to God? to God's living presence, to trust it, to trust I'm not alone in this, and then to trust that I'm loved with a faithful love. God's not fickle. God hasn't abandoned me. God hasn't turned God's back on me. God is meeting me, but God is not pushy. God's not going to gate crash. Somehow God waits for us to turn and to open up to him. My mentor would say to me again and again and again, Trevor, God's address in your life is endoftherope.com. Endoftherope.com. In the shattered dream. And some of you, some of you are saying to me, some of you, I know, I can see it. (laughs) Some of you are saying, yes, Trevor, but this is nice words, but how do I know this? How can I know that this is true? And we can know it's true because 2,000 years ago, God sent another dreamer into this world. Someone who also had a robe. Someone who wanted to bring God's dream into this world and who lived for that dream. And that person's robe was also taken from him. Do you remember? And Peter denied him and Judas betrayed him and the crowds turned their backs on him and he ends up on a cross. Talk about a shattered dream. And when everyone thinks it's over, God is at work because The worst thing that can happen to us is never the last thing because of the God we worship who does God's best work in the midst of shattered dreams. And God raises this dreamer from the dead, from the grave, and Christ comes to us today as the one who knows what a shattered dream is all about. He comes and he meets us in our shattered dream so that we may know the living and loving presence of the real God. And I'm praying that today, that those of us who are in the prison of a shattered dream will know the reality 
of the living Christ, the living dreamer. That is my deep hope and my deep prayer. Let's pray together. God, we often talk about things here that we don't talk about through the week. Will you come to us? May your spirit come into our shattered dream today. May your spirit breathe a new resilience within us. A resilience that will open ourselves up to that new thing that you want to do. That new beginning. Thank you, dear God, that you, you come to us very personally in Jesus Christ. Who knows everything about a shattered dream and who also knows resurrection and we ask Lord Jesus Christ that we might know today your living presence your steadfast love in the midst of our shattered dream that we may learn to dream again and feel again and love again and live again and dream again and this is our hope and this is our prayer offered to you with all the love and longing of our hearts and we say together as God's people Amen